Welcome back to Square Eye Syndrome TV podcast. I am Ben Gilman. As always, it is good to see you. I hope you are well. This is the best TV podcast in the land, says I. Um, and I'm just going to shut this window because I'm coughing on someone's burning tank outside my house. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. Um, he's back. He's 2-0. and oh. Now, he's doing a Gilberg. It's Tom Hill. <laughs> hey. And, um, you know... We've had complaints about last week where people were masturbating to what Troy Salmon said in his weird dream. <laughs> it's Troy Salmon. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. All the crazy. <laughs> I don't know if we can read some emails because it would be disgusting. Oh, damn. Okay. How are we all doing? Oh, that sounds anyway? interesting to me. Sounds interesting. <laughs> Please tell me it's not as fucked up as it was last week. <laughs> It was a pretty special moment last week. Oh, man. That show is everything that you want it to be. Trust me. That show, love. Woo. Brandon Trey Flavor was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was... Um, if we ever did a best job of the best funny moments from Syndrome, that, that pick would be up there. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> ah! everyone out. Alex's face, that was so funny. Yeah, we're not doing video this week. So I can't see your faces, which is cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. It's, it's old school. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> no, thank you both. It's it's good. I can just look at a blank screen. We're going back to, go back to the old old school guys. Old school, no faces. I'm ugly, so don't worry. You guys are much more handsome than I am. Anyway, we're back. It's all good. We've got an, we've got we've got something to talk about. In two weeks, we're doing a Sherlock special. I'm doing, it, I'm doing it now because you know what I'm like. I, I always forget to plug everything at the end. I'm just going to put the Sherlock special in case somebody decides I'm going to skip to the end. I'm going to do it here and now. The, the, the chances are you're most probably listening. Um, we Sherlock, will mention it again at the end, though. Yes. <laughs> Two weeks' time, we were kind of scratching around because when Tom was away, me and Tom, me and Troy put together Naruto for September. Then we realized that's a shit show and it would be terrible. <laughs> So we scrapped it. So we're going to do Sherlock. Tom, me, Tom, and Troy have all seen it. Um, you know we have strong opinions on Sherlock, but we'll go through every case in two weeks. It's going to be a fun time. I'm going to spend 90% of it cooning over how awesome Sherlock's hair is. Anyway. You do you, Ben. I do. Yeah, you do you, Ben. You do you. I've already forgotten his name. Bernard Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Is this, are you basically telling us that you're a cummer bitch then, Ben? Ben is a dick. <laughs> ben is a dick. Cumberbatch. Ben is a bitch. I am. I. I think he's just. Um. He's. He's a good actor. I rate him very highly. Yeah. He's a fantastic actor. Imitation Game. That is a, a film nobody talks about. World War Two Code Breaker. That's a great film. He's great in Doctor Strange. He's a good Doctor Strange guy. He's just a good actor. He's Have you very- seen the uh, the uh, the trailer for the latest Spider-Man film? Yeah, he's heavily in that. Yeah. There is there is a leaked trailer. There is a very weird thing. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. There is a leaked trailer that definitely confirms what we know that the other Spider-Men are there. But well, they did show the We don't know about the other. We know about Alfred Molina definitely. Yeah, and definitely. we definitely yeah. know that William Shatner is. No, no William, William Defoe. Defoe. Yeah, William Shatner. William Shatner. <laughs> Spider-Man. I can't do a William Shatner impression. I'm not even going to do it. Wow. That would be quite an interesting choice. William Shatner. <laughs> Shit, <being> Green Goblin. <laughs> but um, Peter, I can confirm there's definitely Electro. There's definitely Sandman. In that teaser trailer, that's been oh, officially really? an officially teaser trailer, but there's no sign of the other Spider Man like there was in the leak trailer, so that's a bit weird. But hey, it's going to be cool, I think. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, basically playing with the multiverse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's all Peter Parker's fault, so 
bad boy. Oh. It's gonna be fun. That I, I think I'm I because of Troy, I've started to watch a lot of the Marvel stuff again. Like the, I'm going back to Disney Plus to watch Loki now. I'm kind of enjoying the different tastes of it. I just think yeah. there's too much this year due to COVID. We're getting all the films. Well, we got four films this year because of the back the, the backlog. It feels like there's a lot of Marvel stuff, but I'm beginning to get excited again. Mm. Just need to break. Marvel do a good job. They do, and I'm looking forward to watching Loki when I get Disney Plus back in next week because I've got to do some research for Hustle Animation because we've got the rest of the year lined up now, so I need to watch certain films for a month. <laughs> so I'm going to run across and watch Loki um, and What If. Um, nice. But spoilers, that's not a pick this week. Um, but yeah. Anyway, let's get to let's get to the um, let's get to the picks. Okay, I'm going first. Fuck both of you. I'm going okay, first. Go. Um, I'm going to talk about Robot Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you guys remember this from BBC Two? Are we talking about Robot Wars hosted by Craig Charles or by yes. Dara O'Brien? Or both? We can talk about both. Oh. Robot Wars. Robot Wars. We'll talk about the Craig Charles one first. When I first saw this show, it's basically, you know what Robot Wars is. People build machines. And then there's other robots built by the studio that will beat the shit out of each other. It's beautiful. That is simple. <laughs> it's the names of the robots that I used to love. That was yeah, that was the amazing. thing. Was Sir Killalot not one of them? Oh, he was the big boy. Nightmare. Sergeant Bash and all those others. Yeah. Patient <laughs> Joe. Shut. No, that's my favorite one. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> it does exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> yeah. House robots. Yeah. So there was Matilda. That was the Stegosaurus looking thing. Oh, yeah, Matilda. Oh, yeah, it's about Matilda. Yeah. That's a beautiful design. Sergeant Bash is a masturbation joke. Um, <laughs> circular lot. Mr. Psycho, growl up. That's a vagina joke. And Cassius Cram. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The names were amazing. So, so, go on, go on, man. So, I mean, I mean, I do love this, so many seasons. Dead Metal is another one. Dead Metal. Dead Metal, yeah. I don't remember this. Sentinel. Yeah, I remember Sentinel. Yeah. Um, I I need to watch this. Shove and Dozer. I don't remember that. I remember that, yeah. Uh, that sounds more like a character from The Matrix. They were used to push yeah. defeated competitors out the arena at the end of battles, so they were never seen. They oh, basically okay. cleaned up drops and debris. De- debris. So basically, they equi- the, the heavy metal equivalents of those little hoovers you get that go out on their own and sweep around and go back in again. <laughs> Did you know dead metal was female, by the way? Did not know that. Yeah, she's got a vagina. Wasn't sure, wasn't sure that a robot had a sexual... <laughs> a sexuality. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, what I, I just wanted to talk about the uh, commentator, Jonathan um, Bollocks. Price. Jonathan Kiss. Price. Yes. Like a very excitable man. Um, I, Jonathan Price, he used to yeah, be... Jonathan Pierce, not Price, Jonathan sorry. Pierce. Um, he used to do Channel 5 Football. He used to be really cheesy with what he used to say. Yeah, he, he still does BBC One football. Now he's a lot more conservative now. He's sold out to the man. He's still a um, pain in the ass as a commentator, though. And he used to do some dreadful puns. I remember when uh, Chelsea win Tromso for the Cup Winners' Cup on Channel 5. It's no snow joke in Ch- in Norway or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lines. Oh. Like, awful, awful puns. But, but he's over... His over-the-top commentary worked perfectly for Robot Wars, let's be fair. Yeah, it suited Robot Wars. It was, it did suit I mean, question for you. I, I'm i a big fan of Dara Breen. I'm a big fan of Craig Charles. I love both of them and what they've done away from Robot Wars. Did you not find that it became a little bit too technical? In the series, once it was brought back with Dara Breen, there was a lot more focus on 
sort of the mechanics rather than just the violence. And I always said the violence. Yeah, I love Daniel Bryan because he brings his passion into whatever he does. There's a video game show where he's just, it's not, he's such a deep person. And I love that about him because he brings his excitement to everything. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love his passion, but I just, it became a lot more about what was going on behind the scenes rather than the battles, I thought, when, when, when they rebooted it with him. When they first started with it, I did like the bit where you saw them fixing up a broken down robot, and it was oh, interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, that, did, did love that. Was it Jenna Pippa? Pippa? Pippa something. Pippa Forster, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the, yeah, they basically had her be the eye candy for the dance. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was always fun, and watching people try and talk to the camera who obviously not TV people <laughs> Quite funny. <laughs> yeah, you some people just hiding in the back, just normal people who don't want a camera in their face. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching Games Master sometimes. It's like, so what do you? It's like, you know, microphone. <laughs> I got nothing to say. <laughs> Jeremy, or, or, that, or they won't say anything and they'll be like, yeah, he's, he's busy, he's busy fixing. His Jeremy work. Clarkson at one point was a host. Yeah, yeah, he was. But that yeah. kind of made sense because of Top Gear. Yeah. He's yeah, still, the logic was there. He's still a cut. Um, but like, I mean, I just loved how stupid it was. I just loved how it felt. What do you say? That the one with the Sergeant Bash was the one with the flamethrower, wasn't he? Uh, I, I wasn't. Was it Sergeant Bash? Well enough. No, he had a big old forklift or something. He had a big old fork thing on his. No, it was the flamethrower. You're right. It's the flamethrower. Sir Kenalot is the big looking motherfucker. Matilda is the triceratops. You can think that can flip people. And I don't know what the other one was. Shunt, yeah. Shunt. All them shunt. Or cunt. Some people used to. They had the mini axes. Shunt had the mini axes at the side. Hmm. Shunt was epic. Epic axes. Loved it, man. Epic, bro. Just, Shunt did pure carnage. I loved it. Shunt mm. my robot, bro. Like, go on, Shunt. Let's go. Put in work. They beefed him up for later seasons. Who's your favourite commentator, though? Because, like, we've had Mick Foley. Mick Foley? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Mick Foley was... was I was wondering what you said. Cause he, he went up, I thought he said Dom. Was it Mick Foley you said? When the hell was Mick Foley? Mick Foley. Whoever it was. Hold on. I'm just doing my research here. I think it might have been the American version. I think it probably was. You about to say? I was like, what? I think I think both Troy and I would have remembered it. Mick Foley. Yeah, that was sure. It was America. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I would CM remember Punk. that for damn sure. CM Punk. Fucking CM Punk's everywhere now. Um, but like. It's just a good show, and I love like the little mechanical bits. I get a hard on over sexy wiring, like mechanical stuff. I love that stuff. That is that is beautiful to me. Like you know, seeing people fix stuff, it's interesting to me. Indefinitely interesting. And who doesn't like to see robots beat the shit out of each other with pickaxes? I mean, it reminds me of that spaced episode that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Troy. Um, oh yeah, the same episode, yeah. You know, it's just ridiculousness, and it's violent. It's brilliant. Um, and I actually, just... I actually created the concept for the Rubble Wars one, one time as well when I was really young, and I almost mm. finished it, and I just never brought it onto the show. Did, did <laughs> someone was... come and bully you at school and take your idea and put it on TV? <laughs> to my idea, no, no. I literally got it somewhere. I literally put it away. I don't know what happened to it. That was, that was a great concept as well. That's someone stole that and it became Robot Wars, mate. A tough luck. <laughs> Not the show, I meant, I meant like an actual robot. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I thought about to say you're claiming you. <laughs> no, I'm not the show, but I'll, I'll be extra angry about that. I'll be, I'll be ranting right now. I'll be like, just someone took my idea about robot. I'll be going mad. But, um, but yeah. I'm rich, really. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not living with my mum, she's living with me. I'd be loving it. Um, Anyway, I, I, I work I work at I, I work to Ben just to give back to the community. I'm a millionaire really. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um any, so it's on it's on YouTube. Um all of it. So I'm gonna go back and get nostalgic about it later. Again. 
But it's a show that I've watched again recently, and it just reminds me of the 90s. And I know I go back to shows from my past a lot if I don't have anything to talk about. But uh, it's just it's a good show, and it, it who doesn't like to see two big robots beating the shit out of each other with a pickaxe? Exactly. Come on. Oh, it's a boy show. Yeah. Um, Lovely. I want to quickly talk about Ghost Season 3. I know we've talked about it last week, but I have now finished it. No, no, go for it, man. Um, That's the whole point of this thing. Um, I'm glad that we've now got all the backstories of all the ghosts now, nearly. Um, have we got everyone's? Nearly. I don't think the Grey Lady's had hers yet. and I think well, we no, she, I, thought, I thought we had hers in like the first season. We did. I forgot about out it. The window. So we're just waiting on the caveman. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just it felt like it's the end though. The last shot felt like they were wrapping it all up in a nice. I, I I don't think I think they've probably been put up for another season. I'd have I hope so because it's not it's far far from finished. I think because like you know we were talking off camera inside number nine and ghosts. I don't see we were joking about inside number nine. When are we going to do a special? And you were laughing and gone about four or five years. It could be a long time before we get to inside number nine. The yep. BBC are being very good now. They're not cancelling things too quickly. Like, there's a lot of good comedy shows like Loudhood, um, which is set in the 90s. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen enough to know it's funny. They're, they're, they're looking after their comedy shows at the moment, the BBC. They're I mean, doing some good stuff. With ghosts, it's obviously down to whether the writers want to do more of it, because the, the people who play all the ghosts are the writing team. Well, I think I think they've given themselves some room. If you put guests in, I think it would keep it fresh again for season four. If they're going to open up as a hotel, I think there's enough laughter. Absolutely. That gives you more seasons, I think. Yeah. So it's it's up. It's um. Thing is, the the guys who are like the team behind ghosts, they very rarely do anything that doesn't hit like a good note. They're if they come in, do their stuff, and they get out while the going's still good. So theoretically, they could end it at season three, knowing that it would be remembered as an excellent show with no real like fat on the fat on it at all. It makes me happy there's a fan base for it, though. It's a big oh, yeah. stupid hit. No, I absolutely love it. Like that's why I brought it up last week. It's like it's brilliant. <laughs> and like my 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 <laughs> wife got it right about the sister. I wasn't too sure about. Like I love the fact they had to throw the head because you don't you see them running after and then you're like, how did she know? And then there's some great. The head gets a bit more time, like football kick about. I love the fact the grey lady is a murder she wrote fan. Yeah, like, so, so <laughs> And Troy, have you seen it? Murder she wrote. I've only seen a couple episodes. I've never watched it fully. Never watched. Okay, it fully. so I'm gonna be very careful. I'm not spoiling anything, but there's a great bit with the laptop, the ghost interacting with the boyfriend was. <laughs> Really funny. That's brilliant. I love the fact, like my wife has pointed out, Julian and the caveman are like good mates. I love their relationship, Um, (laughs) and I love the fact that Julian is spending time with the boyfriend for the cameras to film. Yeah. I want the boyfriend to try and interact more, and he's doing that. I love the fact he can't see them. Yeah. I love this show so much. I just, I did laugh my ass off at the, the laptop. Yeah, I mean, it's a great concept. Yeah, that was, it was very, very, the laptop thing. I mean, you'll guess, Troy, from the fact that as soon as he mentioned the laptop, I started laughing my head off. It was, yeah, <laughs> quality, quality scenes. Oh, my damn, um, that would be funny, bro. I mean, for me, the logic would be the way you end ghosts is either he starts seeing them as well, That's, they yeah. both end up dying, or. She gets hit on the head again and can't see them anymore. That's your logical three ways of ending that show. I, I would, would like to see the ghosts. I think it'd be even yeah, funnier. That, that would that would be. But I mean, the easiest way to kind of go, we are now killing this. Is she can't see them anymore? Is probably the easiest way to do it. Because <sighs> it's it's the thing that makes it. Because she's always talking to herself. Yeah, and it's precisely. Funny. But it's but it's the way you can kill that show if you want to is by saying, oh no, she's. Now hit her head again and can't see the ghosts anymore. I mean, you could have her unhit her head. They both hit their heads. He now sees them, she doesn't. 
You could roll the flip. Yeah, back. I, I, I think that people would, people would just feel that all they were doing was changing the characters around and then doing the exact same things again. But I like the fact that they're trying to get to interact more. And like, there's yeah. a scene where they use the same actors for Kitty's flashback, and it was so nice to see him interacting with the other actors because normally he has yes. to pretend they're not there. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree. I'm just, I'm just saying that if they do end the show, that would be logically the three ways they could do it. I love, I, I love. Also, I just want to say the grey lady's romantic obsession with the headless ghost <laughs> is funny. And you wonder what the fuck was going on. That was brilliant. Yeah. Um, um, the headless ghost being used as a football is funny. Yeah. Um, just. It's the best comedy the BBC have outside of Inside Number Nine right now. It's our best comedy. Um, I think I'd agree with that, yeah. I mean, it's not even dirty; it's just well written. And this yeah, is from the guys it's who just funny. It's clean humour. And <laughs> I love. I, I also there was something that I like the fact that they try and do things together to entertain themselves, like um, workshops and stuff in the spare time. They're not always annoying. Um, Helen, that's her name. All the yeah. time. they're just kind of doing their own things as well and that's a great that's great i just i just love this show so much and i love you need to go watch it it's not it's not as far from running out of steam I, the the close i'm just sorry this thing about the fact that you're saying it's a very clean show which it is i mean the closest they seem to ever have got to being kind of dirty was um the scout leader's obsession with her dunking the biscuit was like <laughs> literally kind of making sexual noises every time she dunk, dunk the biscuit and they're going, dunk it again and yeah. again. The <laughs> camping <laughs> scenes. Oh my God. They all let, they all came with her. That was funny. <laughs> like it. I say, Troy, you have to watch it. Troy's <laughs> laughing. He hasn't even seen the fucking Exactly. Movie. That's what yeah. I love about Trust it. Trust me, you got to see it. She goes, because they, uh, it's brilliant because they're obviously they're getting rid of all the termites inside of the house ready to open it up as a hotel. Yeah. I'm ready to see guests in that hotel now. You've done it for three seasons. It's time to show it. Um, but I love how the, the the one with the plague is like, ah, spooky man and all this. It's really funny, like a horror movie. <laughs> like with a gas in the place. It's just really, 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 really good. You need to go watch it, Troy. It's fantastic. You need to watch this, Troy. It's set in one building and it just is not boring. You would think by now, lesser writers would have run out of steam a long time ago. Yeah. And since they know each other so well, because like I said, they write horrible histories together. Like, it's why it sings so well. Oh my god, trust me, I'm gonna finish up. Female David Tennant right now. She's every time she's in something, I go watch it. She's my female David Tennant. So she's <laughs> really good. And she's hot. So there we go. Um so that's my pick. Go on. Um so go watch it. That's roll on season four. Definitely gonna get a fourth season. You hope so, yeah. I think it does. A lot of people seem to be talking about it, which tells me people are watching it. Yeah, no, it's a popular show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen the ratings. Advertised. Yeah, I think it will get picked up. Right, which one of you lovely lads would like to um, go next? That's up to you. Tom, where do you want to go? You want to go? Oh, I'm happy to go next. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's go. We'll end it with the best with Troy. Oh, come on. Okay, so both of my picks today are going to annoy the living crap out of Ben and most of our audience, but you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Oh, damn, okay. I'm going to the toilet where you talk about WWE and AEW. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about WWE at all. No, no he's not. He's not. Okay. I was going to talk about AEW Rampage. <laughs> Hello. I'll be back. Jacked <laughs> <laughs> up to the toilet where I piddle to tell you what I think of it, but I'm not that disgusting. Seriously? I, I don't I'm, I try not to talk about wrestling shows too much, but oh. this week it kind of transcended the world of wrestling. I'm sure most people are aware of the fact that one of the biggest returns to professional wrestling occurred on AEW Rampage this week, and it's just just that like the first 15 minutes of that show was just heaven for me as a wrestling fan. 
who was a massive fan of CM Punk. I abs- it was everything I could have dreamed of and more. Glorious. As well as afterwards being followed up by some quality wrestling. So um, I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to piss the fan base off too much. But if you have any connection to wrestling or if you've given up on wrestling because you thought it's gone shit four or five years ago, just go and watch this man's entrance and promo. And that's all you have to do. I guarantee you, you will be moved by it. If you have any connection to wrestling. Over to you two boys. What do you think? Yes, that was a glorious occasion. I was like, oh my days. I actually put it on my YouTube channel. I literally recorded the moment it happened. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> the crowd are going crazy. People are crying. Just when he crowd surfs as well. That's fucking yes, crazy. man jumped to the crowd. The, the security's <laughs> like, oh snap, oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> they thought he lost. They thought they lost him. Seeing Punk were coming back. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You, everyone thought that he hated wrestling, but he just hated that company. Exactly. You could see it in his face that he actually was moved. Yes. By the, the reaction is, he was getting. Even in the promo, he was like, 10 years ago, I left professional wrestling because he doesn't class WWE as wrestling." Yeah. Two, August thirteenth, two thousand and five. I left professional Perfect. wrestling. Twentieth of August, twenty twenty one. I'm back. Exactly, perfect. Yeah, but at no point does he actually mention WWE. He doesn't shit on them or anything. Exactly. He makes a couple of comments about how he left professional wrestling when he left Ring of Honor. Yeah. Now, he could easily spin that saying, well, WWE called himself sport and entertainers. I'm offending nobody. But he quite specifically tried, didn't actually insult anybody. Exactly. Because he could have easily made that an I hate the WWE promo. Yeah, he's basically saying read between the lines. That's basically what he said. He's saying read between the lines, but he's not actually shitting on WWE. Exactly. He's actually like purposely going yeah. out and explaining it. Yeah. He's making a point of not doing that because other people would go, oh, it's cheap heat on WWE. Right? Yeah. I, I like the fact he said, I, I, I was stopped being a professional wrestler in 2005. I'm now a professional wrestler again. That's really good. Right. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going back to, I'm going back to reading. <laughs> Well, yeah. Yes. So yeah. So my apologies, Ben, for bringing up a wrestling show, but I figured I'd go second so that Troy couldn't beat me to it. Hey, it had, it had to be done because I was going to say <laughs> the same thing. Oh no! That's why I wanted to go second. Yeah. Uh, I knew you were going to pick it, and that's fine. That's why I brought a book today, just in case, because I knew you guys were going to do what CM Punk because it is exciting. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know me, what I don't CM usually Punk bring is. up wrestling as like a thing unless somebody else brings it up. I would implore anyone that isn't a wrestling fan, if you think you think wrestling is gay or whatever, go watch AEW. It's fun. It doesn't do your intelligence bad. It's much better than WWE right now. It's booked and it doesn't shit on the fans. Go watch it. You you get payoffs. It is worth it. You get long-term booking and payoffs. You have to watch four programs a week, but it is worth watching the whole roster. It's <laughs> variety. Plus BTE as well. Sammy's block. It's yeah. refreshing. Don't watch BTE. Plus, yeah, plus being the elite on YouTube as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's brilliant. Anyway, right. So, moving on, getting away yeah. from the wrestling game. See, Troy, that's how you do it quickly. <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, I say moving on from the wrestling game, moving on from the wrestling game to a TV show about wrestling called Heels. Oh, I have not seen this. Till <laughs> there we go. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, tell me about it. Right, Tom is so... in his pants. I'm going to write, I'm trying the description. Tom is wearing spandex. Stop it. <laughs> Tom has got a big hard on in his spandex. No, we are not going with that as we're fucking lying. Sorry. <laughs> Tom right. is dropping the sweaty men. Oh, no, Tom wants ice cream bars. Tom wants a super <laughs> ice cream bar. That, that I'm cooler with, but let's... <laughs> let's I'm doing it now. We, we will I talk about it then. <laughs> right, so Heels is a new TV show. Um, in the UK, it's on um, Amazon Prime under the stars bit. Yep. So if you, you need, you probably need to have a subscription for it, but it's under stars. It st- stars um, Steve Amell, who probably people know from Arrow and yeah. a number of other things, playing a guy who owns his own professional wrestling promotion, like a small town wrestling promotion. And he is the heel of the company and the defending champion. And his baby brother is like the star of the show. And it's, kind of, it's their relationship and it's the family relationship and the fact that they don't have a huge amount of money and there's another promoter trying to put them out of business. 
and all of his promos. Obviously, as a wrestling fan, I'm watching it, and all of the promos that they show for like his wrestling show is all 2007 and 2008 TNA. It's six sided ring. So I'm looking at it going, oh, there's Abyss and stuff like that. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> okay. Because I automatically recognize it. Now, I'll be honest, the reason I came across this show is that I heard somebody sarcastically mentioning it in relation to CM Punk because he's on heels. Yeah. He has a cameo as a professional wrestler in this TV show. Oh, snap. Hasn't shown up in it yet. I've only seen two episodes because only two episodes have been released so far. Yeah. But it's a it's it's a good if you're a fan of wrestling. It's interesting because it talks a lot about Stephen Mel's character being proper old school about pre- keeping kayfabe at all times. That kind of thing. So him and his brother don't speak to each other in public because one's the main heel and one's the face of the company. Yeah. And things like that. So he's like proper old school about the way he does things. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a good show. If you Even if you're not a fan of wrestling, it's the interaction, interrelationships of the family. I mean, the thing that I like about it most is Stephen Mel's character is the heel. He's the bad guy of wrestling, but his brother in reality is a dickhead. And he's the good guy. In reality, the actual people outside of the ring, his brother is a born heel. Absolute asshole to everybody. And Steve Amell is like the nicest guy in town. Ah, okay. And so they basically switched so roles. Really it's really okay. interesting that they that somehow they come first back. celebrity wrestler after Bad Bunny and Pat McAfee. Third best. Hmm. Well, Pat McAfee is a weird one because he kind of became a full-time wrestler for a while. So he he kind of transcends ever so slightly. But I would agree, Stephen Mell and Bad Bunny for me are on a level. Suck it, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> hey, look, Lawrence Taylor did all right in WrestleMania 11, but he had one of the best wrestlers to guide him through the thing that he could possibly have asked for. So anyway, that's not the point. So yeah, it's it deals a lot with like family dynamics and that kind of stuff whilst having a background of being a pro wrestling show, which obviously appeals to me, but you don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy it. But I think as a wrestling fan, you will enjoy it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Ah, So I've only seen two episodes. I think there's only five episodes done in the first season. I could be wrong on that though. And, um, yeah, I think there's five or six episodes, but maybe, maybe there'll be more. But um, yeah, it's just come out. It's new. It's on weekly, and I will probably give you an update in three or four weeks on it when we get closer to the end of the season and we see where it goes. But yeah, it's Stephen Mel's a good actor. The rest of the cast are damn good. Uh, CM Punk will be appearing at some point, which is always a laugh for wrestling fans. And oh. um, yeah. There's not much else to say about it, really. It's... Can I just end this wrestling segment by laughing at Killer Cross and his helmet? <laughs> You'd like to point out that he means the helmet that he puts onto his skull and not anywhere else. Yes, exactly. Not that we, kind of helmet. We couldn't reach Scarlett for, for his wife, Scarlett, about any comments about his penis. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but basically... Like, you know, he's not that great anyway, so it's fine. He's Killer Cross, who gives a shit. He's not that great a wrestler anyway. He's just oh, a muscle. Killer Cross is not Oh, bad. come on. In, in Impact, he was solid. Yeah, yeah, but Impact's Impact, bruv. Anyway. And in NXT, he was fucking awesome. Yeah, he was he decent there. Tony, so on the main roster, he's been shat on. Mm, he was okay in NXT as well. Anyway, try. Let's get off the wrestling top before we lose all our subscribers. <laughs> never, never. Alright, okay, so I've already got one one today. That's <laughs> because I nicked the other one. <laughs> one pick. So yeah, that was that was one of them. Uh, yeah. I was like, damn it, it's gonna drag this out. Okay. So this one is a bit of a tough topic. It's a bit of a whew, it's a bit of a savage one. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Uh Amazon original. It's called Them. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Who? It's called Them. Them. Oh. So ben. it's in the same vein as Hello? Get Out or Us. Sorry, what? Ben? No, it's them. T-H-E-M. Them. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said Ben. I was like, hello. <laughs> them. Yeah, it's a TV series, yeah. So it's like an anthology thing. So this first season's 
about um, basically a black family that's um, set in 1953 um, and during the second great migration and it moved from North Carolina to Compton. Because remember, originally Compton was like an all white populated area. So this show, whoo this show has got some supernatural elements in it as well. So I, I love the horror element. That's why I'm watching this, this show, to be honest. Love the horror aspect of it. Um, so if you've seen Get Out or Us and it has those kind of similar vibes to it, um, stuff like stuff like, stuff like that. So, okay, so I'm going to go into a little uh, backstory on this. So, okay. so the families that I did at home slowly transformed into an epicenter of evil forces. So this area that they moved to from North Carolina, which was a savage place anyway, you got the, the, the country, yeah, the country country people, you know what I'm saying, the the, the hillbillies, that, that kind of area, you know, that part of North Carolina. Um, they see uh, Lucky, who's the um, the main character in the story. She's like the wife of the, the black household, of this family. Um, and she gets attacked by this woman and her kids, a weird ass family. They attack, they attack her and they kill um, their son, baby son. So that's how they kind of kick off the, the show. And it kind of kicks in to them moving to Compton, where they're going, going there, they're, la, 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 they're gonna have a good, better life here in this Compton area, where it's most popular about white areas, as I said before. And this woman called Betty, she literally has it out for them. She's like, we can't let these black people live on this street. It's gonna bring the value of the houses down. Stuff like you know how it goes. Especially <laughs> back in the fifties, that was still savage, bro. Um, but the thing is, the the thing what I love about this show, it's not your typical. Uh, racism stuff like that. so obviously you got all that in there as well um but the thing is that supernatural undertone to this show because there's a guy called a man in the black hat he never actually um, get his proper name until later on in the show um but it's played by i think you know who it is where is he what's his name um christopher hayadal he's um anyone seen um van helsing or um what's the show um he's in supernatural for a bit uh hell on wheels um, I think you know what it is. What's that show that is in? I think you know what it is. What's the show that is always beginning that everyone knows? Try to find it. Oh, Sanctuary. Anyone seen Sanctuary here? Or seen an episode of it? Sanctuary, yeah. So he's famous for that. But anyways, he's like this um, old uh, religious guy from years back. For the show of Flashback, he's a religious guy from years back. And he brought this uh, these two... Uh, black people into his um his uh, congregation as it were into his town so then the rest of the town's people are saying oh no 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 we can't have these these are uh, these people here because they're gonna bring um great depression great um great evil to this town um and then um basically he's praying all the time every day you know he's he's a he's a he's a preacher he's a preacher man he's praying every day but at the same time we didn't know until halfway through the show we don't know that he's praying this evil force this whole time literally he's telling him to do these things and warping his mind to these um black people who came into the town that he's um, brought in um and basically made his mind turn evil uh burning these people and then literally um cursing this entire land where black people they can't come here again so that's where this whole area where it's set in in Com this person of this part of compton is literally cursed this whole area is cursed uh, in the show so then each um, member of the uh, black family, uh, they have their own like demon. There's, there's a guy, um, a black guy, just in blackface. He's he's this guy's creepy as heck. I was like, oh my days. This this if you haven't seen this show, oh my days, this show so good. If you can get past all the other stuff that's in the show, it's like the the, the horror elements is just on point. Cause I'm a horror fan as well. I'm a horror fan like literally at heart as well. So I love all types of horror, especially if it's good horror like this. Um, but yeah, you guys got any thoughts on this so far? No. Yeah. Sounds like your usual level of freaky shit, man. Yeah, this is so weird stuff happening in this show. Okay, I'm finishing up the description now, and Troy continues to be a freak. <laughs> <laughs> this show is just so creepy, doesn't it, man? The creepy the factor has gone up to another level of the show, right, trust me. Troy um, continues to be a creepy fuck. So, <laughs> so, that's done. So literally, this this person is following the dad the dad around because he already had um um 
uh, mental issues from before because literally they, they experimented him back in the army, back in the military days. He went to help fight the war and the experiments on all these other black people in the war. And and this demon, this spirit, um, is literally on his back all the time. Anytime he gets angry or sees something done to him, he's like, come on, man, you're going to do nothing about it. This shit in his face, the spirit is just like on his face. like, And the tropes in this show, ooh, they go, they go far with this, these tropes. Um, and they have a daughter as well. They've got an older daughter and a younger daughter. The younger daughter has always seen this, this um, middle-aged teacher and it's always beating her in her dreams. She was thinking about it for some reason. It's, it's crazy. And the older sister, she wants to literally fit in with all the, the white population. And she has this best friend, which is uh, following her around. As, as, as for some reason, she's befriending her. For some reason, I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. Why is this girl out of nowhere just befriending her? But you see um, that throughout the show. You're going to find out who she is. But I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil too much about it. Um, and you have this, uh, as I said before, Betty. She's literally trying to destroy them, playing music outside at all hours, uh, trying to annoy the, the family, trying to get them out. It's like, we have to get them out, as I said before. Um, but at the same time, there's this woman who brought them into the actual street. She's got um, a uh, connection with the, the, the law enforcement who literally helps run the town. And the chief, the actual main cop, is literally getting paid off of this. So he's being nice to the black family, saying, hey, yeah, yeah. Because they want all these black people to like, move into these towns because apparently the stock has gone up when they were when they're there. People are spending money there. So all of that stuff, all the politics and all that stuff with the supernatural elements, uh, the stuff that happened back in the day. It's just, I was like, what? They intertwined that perfectly. I was like, oh my day. Um, and you've got a bit of true blood in here as well. Uh, Ryan Quanten. He's in this as well. <laughs> He's in this as well, Tom. Don't worry. I didn't forget about you. I didn't forget about you, Tom. There we go. So there's, there's one for Tom. I didn't forget about you guys. So, um, so he's in this you as well. Sure he loves Betty. Fever dream. Huh? You sure this isn't a fever dream? You got people. No, this is not fever. This is real life. This is real life. Um, so yeah, so Ryan Quentin, he's plays a character called George. He's like the milkman. He comes in there. All the girls swoon over him as as you expect. This guy. This this looking guy. But anyway. Um, everything's in his, the women's always after him. So in this in this one, he's he's um in love with Betty. So he brings Betty to his house at one point because she goes, Are you gonna help me, George? Take care of these get people and get them out the get them off the street. He's like, Yeah, I'll do anything for you, Betty. I'll do anything for you. So then he brings her to the house, he literally um drugs her, ties her up. <laughs> this guy's a sick. Sorry, what? This guy <laughs> drugs her, ties her up. He wants to keep her out of his house forever. Yeah, he's one of them guys. So he's, he's, he's turned out to be a freak at some point. He's turned to be a sicko or a weirdo. Um, but yeah, he's, a, he's another great he's, he's another great character in the show. So yeah, so there's not a bit of true blood in there as well. And uh, and his and her husband in the show is the guy who played who took over as Spartacus in um the later seasons. So yeah, he's when he took over. Um, he's in the show. He's the, he's the husband. So yeah, so this, is a, this is a great show, man. It's it's got. A, Great ending as well. Build up. The characters are on point. The actors are stellar. The script is sick. I love the script. Um, but yeah. Them, this year, Prime Video, it. Yeah, so that's my pick anyway. So that's my pick so far today. That's my only pick. Nice. Them, check it out. Okay. Oh, the way for finish, 10 episodes, by the way. 10 episodes one season. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so I have an email from uh, Adrian. Adrian from Pittsburgh. Adrian. No joke. I'm a big fan of your work in Rocky. Yo. Um, Adrian. So, <laughs> okay, move on. If you could commission anything or ban anything from TV, what would you do? This can include anyone, a producer that you hate. Or a type of show that you're sick and tired of seeing. Ooh. So, what would you ban? I would ban from this podcast Troy talking about witches. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of it. No, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> what um, I ban? No, no, I banned that drag race. Oh my, that RuPaul drag race. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, my. Um, but seriously, in all seriousness. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No. Um, <laughs> What would I ban? I would maybe actually talking to Drag Race. I love it. 
but there's too much of it now, I would limit it to America and maybe have one in certain countries, but not every country needs a drag race. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I, I, I love I love RuPaul's drag race, but if you can't get RuPaul, there's no point in doing the drag race because it doesn't work without RuPaul. Mm. If you've got some second rate shit hosts, like the Canadian one has awful hosts. Like they're not funny. Um, I, I don't think every country needs a goddamn drag race. Maybe do an international one here and there from around the world once a year. But like, I'm scared that there's going. I'm already quite burnt out on drag race. I know I said last week episode season three's back. Yeah. But I find British gays are a lot more down to earth, a little bit less shrieky. Australian drag races are very funny, but. I would take maybe a slow down a little bit the amount of drag races that they're doing because it there seems to be one every week. I turn around, there's another one from another country coming out. <laughs> and it's just too much RuPaul. It needs to step back a little bit. I mean, still have it, but yeah, you know what I mean? Do you get where I'm coming from? I'm sure a lot of people would agree with me. Some people have said, um, even big fans of drag race have said there's it's overkill now. There's too much drag race. For example. You can easily put Canadians in the American version, for example. Okay. Yeah. And stick the Australians in the British Rome Commonwealth version. Just just keep it down to two. <laughs> Not be rude. Just stick the Canadians and the Australians in our version, and then you can do do Commonwealth drag drag race. Then you got that in the American one. <laughs> You have to include the Canadians in that. Yeah, Canadians and Australians can go in with the Commonwealth, and that's like two from five to four, five down to two. Yeah, and share it. Why not? I just think it needs to be less drag race. Right. I, I've finally worked out what I would get rid of. Yeah. American companies remaking British fucking shows. Stop it. Ghosts. Oh yeah, you got a point. I like that. I'm, I like that. I'm really scared for ghosts because I'm very protective of that show now. Like Tom yeah. is, I don't want it to be remade. Occasionally it works, but you look at the list of things they fucked up. They fucked up Coupling, which was a brilliant British show. They fucked up Red Dwarf, which was a brilliant British show. They fucked up they Peep fucked Show up twice. Life on Mars, which was an unfuckable. Yes. Fucking they mess. can't even get Peep Show right. They fucked up the IT crowd. By not yeah. making it funny. They fucked up the IT crowd. They fucked up Peep In between us. Yeah. Every single show that has been British and made it, I think they even tried to do a version of 40 Towers, which they fucked up. Yeah, they did. So, I mean, Jesus, get the hint. You can't copy British comedy. Enjoy the British version because you won't make it better. And I'm not being rude, um, um, American TV owners, right? Um, your American viewers are actually happy to watch the British version. I've yep. never really... A lot of Americans I read about, they just want to watch the British original. They don't want an American version because they feel it doesn't isn't needed. Yeah. So British comedy is very popular in America. Just give them the British version. Like... Yeah. And I, I, I should be, we've had emails, I've had a lot of emails the last, the last 18 months of doing this podcast about, can you talk about how you feel about American comedy, Americans doing it? And I was like, well, I know for a fact, most Americans don't want a British American version. They're happy with the British version. Because guess what? We speak the same language. The lingo might be different, but Americans can kind of get what we're talking about. Yeah, so that's my thing. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great pick. <laughs> what does Troy want to ban? Ooh, what that ban? Oh. Let's see if that's, that's a tough one. What that ban? Ban. Ooh. Ban remakes, to be honest. Just remakes in general. Ban oh, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go off on a deep end of, again, America, because I've watched a lot of horror movies recently. Um, Hollywood, you are the most monarchy bankrupt version. You just keep doing remakes of everything. Just do <laughs> something new. Like, if I have to see another reimagining of Jason or Halloween, just let it die and stop rebooting everything and do some new shit. Stop repeating yourself. You're boring. 
Um, the reboots that's coming out this year and next year is insane. I mean, oh, yeah, like what? Flipping, you got a Hellraiser reboot coming out, you got a flipping Chucky version coming out, new one, and another one. There's anymore. I think um, everyone's more interested in the new horror films, like that new franchises. I mean, Friday the 13th, dead. I mean, the Halloween stuff after this trilogy, I don't want to see it again. They're even, re- they're even rebooting Gossip Girl. <laughs> But you know what I mean? You don't need to reboot it. Like no, they're sorry. always talking about rebooting um what was that I saw the other day? They want to reboot something and I got really angry. Paranormal activity. It's like you don't need to repeat oh, my heard about that as well. You've yeah, just done the storyline. Do a new one. But for God's wow. sake, it's like you don't need to do seven, eight, nine films. Horror is the worst thing for this rebooting shit because I've seen Black Christmas. Now, you guys are horror fans, and there is, yeah. like, you know Black Christmas? Yeah. The original? Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely terrifying. Like, really good, creepy. I've, have you seen the 2018 version? Nope. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. No, <laughs> it's, it's all about how men are evil, women are at best, and, like, all men are rapists. Yeah, now, it's, Black, it's awful. It's, like, the worst signaling in the world. So, like, don't keep doing reboots if you're going to do them badly. Do something new because the original will always be better. That's my opinion. I'm sorry, I agree with both of you on your picks. No, cool. <laughs> okay. What would you What would you bring? Um, more original ideas to TV. I wouldn't keep relying on comic books. I wouldn't keep doing any more superhero stuff though, because we are reaching mass peak superheroes now. Um, like the, the, the like, go to independent comics. Like, go do those shows. No more superhero shows. Do... Because you see Netflix are beginning to pick up Sweet Tooth, um, the boys on Amazon. Go pick up the indie stuff from Image and Dark Horse and Vertigo and Sandman and stuff. Yeah, Don't give me any more superhero shows because I'm my eyes are turning in now. I'm bored. Give me the best of those independent comics because they are a million great ideas that shows that you can bust out that are all different from each other. Give me that. Yeah, it's tons. Okay, what would that bring? I think what that bring. Um, I'd say. Let's see. I'd say more. I'd say uh, let's have more. Um, basically, Cobra Kai type type shows. Literally half an hour each episode. I'm good with that. I'm coming to that this weekend. Some more half an hour episodes. Literally just short episodes. No, um, some some shows you don't need an hour each episode. To be honest, so short and sweet sometimes. So I, I'm going to that right now. What would I bring? Sure, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself in trouble here. Oh my gosh, what is he saying? But I don't mean it in any kind of negative way. I would like to point out, I'm just sick and tired of this. I would like to see faithful adaptations of books and TV shows. Like, okay, faithful adaptations. Because the thing that is the fucking vogue of the last couple of years <laughs> is to make everything, no matter how long ago it was written woke and noticeable about sexual things and all that kind of stuff not taking into account the history of when the things were fucking written and set i'm sorry but there were different standards at different times in history and you can't rewrite those stories if you're going to do an adaptation of something that was set 500 years ago you have to go with the morality of 500 years time yes yes and it's right me and Trev said this a lot where you're away, actually. We've had a chat about the PC culture bullshit now. Yeah, culture. Definitely. I'm, not, I'm, I'm done with it now. because So, this, this, so all, all I'm saying is if you're going to do an adaptation of a book, of a story, you can't suddenly decide that everything that was written in that book now just disappears because we're in the 21st century <laughs> yeah. and we have to be woke and understanding of everything. I'm sorry, but you don't no. need it. And I'm not and shitting on anybody and anything that's written currently has to accept that we live in this society so anything that you're doing now so if you're adapting a book right now that's set in the last few years to do that is perfectly reasonable but to do it to set modern standards on something that is hundreds of years old 
just so you can say that you've adapted it to make it relevant to a modern era. Fuck that. Mm. <laughs> it goes um, a modern day retelling. <laughs> can I, can I yeah. just say something? Um, that <clears throat> again, like the thing is, because like I can talk to Troy. He's a black guy, but we can have proper talks about mm-hmm. PC cancer culture. And Troy, sure. even Troy's kind of gone. It's a bit too much sometimes, you know. Like he under, I, I I always think you should make new characters. For anyone, I think diversity going forward is important, and that's great. That's going forwards. You need history to learn from mistakes. Right. You can't I, keep erasing history. To not... Yeah, you can't rewrite history. History is what it was. Yeah, and it's not great. But so you've got to show that. All right, Troy, can I get your opinion on something? Because this is going to get me in trouble. I know it yeah. is. Okay. But I get really frustrated about when they write characters for TV shows and they suddenly decide that it has a historical figure, for, and I'll give you a perfect example, Anne Boleyn. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. Okay, yeah, go on. That came out recently. Now, don't get me wrong, the woman who played Anne Boleyn was fine. The writing of the show was shit. It was not a good show, but not because of the fact that the main actress was black, because the show was just crap. But Anne Boleyn is a historical figure. There is no way that you can change her ethnicity yeah, if I were to put a, on a show about, I don't, I can't think of any famous black people off the top of my head, Muhammad Ali, and I made him a fucking ginger white guy, the world would be up in arms at me. Yeah, oh, that'd, that'd, that'd be chaos. Do, am, am, I, am I wrong to feel that way? You are not I'm wrong. Like, you are not wrong. And, and everyone's going to go, oh, you're, you're criticizing it because she's black. No, she's really good actress. I actually like no, the actress a lot. I'm not being rude. It's like making a documentary about Oprah Winfrey and making it a white, making her white. Perfect. Be, That's a perfect example. I, like, this is the thing. Like, I, I like, I, I, I will fight for like, you cannot cancel white people. You have to be going forward. You, you like, I've, found this a difficult subject. I'm sick and tired of being a white person now because it's, it's tiring. <laughs> Like yeah. I'm a guy that is not racist, anti, any um, homophobic or anything. All I'm being told now is, I'm an evil white person. Yeah, all the time no, I agree with you. And but, Troy backs us up on it. Like we want diversity. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, like, hey, I'm a, hey, I'm a person. Yeah, that if it makes sense, do it. If it doesn't make sense, don't do it. Absolutely. You're not saying don't have people's of colour. I love that. Give that to me. That's why I'm so excited by the internals. That's great. That's humanity. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I have no problem Captain America being black because that's fine. You can change up the character. That's fine. Yeah, that's a character that can yeah, change. He's in the comics anyway. He, he, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's still fine because it's yeah. fine. You can change that up because at the end of the day, people that moan about Captain America being black are just racist and that, that's yes. where me and Tom are not coming from. But no, exactly. it's a historical character. Like, Okay, Sandman, I'm not happy Death is black. It should be a white goth. I'm sorry, sorry. You can change any other character, but that has to be a white character. I'm sorry. I don't know enough about that one to have an opinion, but... Yeah, but the, but the cosplay is goth. Yeah, I don't really know too much about Sandman, really. I've, I had the book, but, but I never really But the it. character is a famous character from the show, and it's always been a white goth, and it should be a white goth. There are plenty of roles for other black people to take on that show. But it's, the thing is, if it's, if it's not something that's proper mainstream, it's like literally uh, to do with their character as well. Sometimes the, the color matters with the character as well. Sometimes. Yeah. That, so that, that makes sense in that is, regard, then yeah. But everything else in the casting is great. It's a great mix of people. It's great. But there was a bit of a backlash against Death being black. And I was like, I can see that a little bit. That it's fine. It's. That's okay because it's not a historical figure, like Tom yeah, said. It's, it's, I think it's, you can yeah. get away with it. Yeah, stuff like fantasy, fantasy and sci-fi stuff like that, you can mess around with it. You can do yeah. that. Yeah, Perfect. But when you're talking would, about historical figures, but I would have liked her to be goth white. But I'm the actress is a great pick. That's cool. But historical figures, I'm not being silly. Bridgerton, hello. Um, Bridgerton is a fantasy, for example. That's fine. But Bridgerton is an all. What a beautiful cast, but it's a fantasy. It's not based on any historical figures. It works because yeah. it's fantasy. But when it's a historical figure, you cannot flip the, the colour. I mean, my, my problem isn't so much that you cannot flip the colour. Well, it is, but it's the fact that if it was done the other way, it would be yeah, a major issue. Yeah. I don't mind if you change things, but it has to be the same rule for everybody. It can't what be... What I'm saying is, if you changed Black Panther to White Panther... 
there would be well, ooh, ooh, you don't want to go there with that. Ooh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying we should. It's Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther is Black Panther. He's an important <laughs> character, right? I wouldn't change Black Panther, right? Because the thing is, his whole character is based in Africa. So yeah, but what I'm saying is, but can you see the point of like, like that's what I'm saying? It'd be a massive problem. But yeah. we, we're at the point now where I think being white is a problem. Especially, I mean, me and Tom are also white men. We're not even women. So, like, we're even more down the line of things now. Everybody gets blamed on us by white women as well. We're also, we're so, both, also, we're also both straight white men. So, well, I'm bisexual. But I identify more straight than gay. But, like, like you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, I kind of feel like it's got to the point now where we can't just enjoy a casting anymore. And I would like people to stop cut cancelling and going after people like having he-man be replaced by a woman for example is not a big problem right so i want to talk about how cancel culture has gone too far now everything gets cancelled culture. everything is getting under the microscope now it's ridiculous so he-man is replaced by a woman fine that's that that's a fantasy thing i can live with that yeah but that's like doctor who fine you changed it fine we go with it, it like you it's it's fine like but I think now fans just don't give things a chance. And I don't think you should gender flip every fucking thing on TV. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you, Ben. But I genuinely think we are. We should leave it there. Otherwise, we're going to get ourselves into... No, we're not going to get ourselves into water. trouble. Because we're having a really good conversation about it. Yeah, um, but people, some people are just going to hear the first line of this and think that we are being... It's a problem. <laughs> well, let me tell you something very quickly. I know a lot of people online who are black um, have also said they would like more original black characters and they feel like taking all the white characters and turning them black is not the way forward. It should be original <laughs> characters. So I'm yeah. not saying there's a lot of people saying we can give people the white characters but make new black characters to go with them. That's fine. So it's, it's a very complicated subject and we're not taking sides. I can see all the sides. And I think, but I think diversive, the racial quality going forward is something. Yeah. What's that noise? Hello? Yeah. Who's that? That's not me. <laughs> okay, it's gone. No, but yeah, so just be nice to each other. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Because I've seen the thing is, the, way, the thing you brought up, which, which I like, the. Um, uh, the 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 gender the, the, the color swapping for me a big problem is uh along the same kind of vein you got the gender swapping and the sexuality swapping I hate that stuff yeah I hate it. passion that kills me like have you heard, have you heard about recently that like, Robin apparently is bisexual I'm like ah huh? all those years of comics you're telling me he's bisexual apparently out of nowhere I'm like what the heck is going on I don't like how they course corrected like for example I know I've battered this into the ground but where the way the BBC are doing things I'm not a fan of, like with Doctor Who, and I know people are going to come at me about that, but they made it very, they obviously are ashamed that they're all men and they've tried to, they've gone too far with how obvious they are trying to change it or what, with colour, everyone of every colour. And I think that's more insulting to people of colour because it feels like you're, you're railing it in too much. Like you're making it very obviously that you're, trying to show like you're sorry you know what i mean like they're ashamed of all the white doctors like there's a way i, I, to I, knew, do it. Pro- I knew it was gonna be a problem anyways but when she got cast i knew it was gonna be a problem so no but it's the way they did all oh, right chinese boy chinese girl bang right middle eastern boy middle eastern girl bang black boy black girl bang like they showed all the different ethnics of the backgrounds just to make sure they ticked every box and i thought that's not cool you've You've, you've completely destroyed the mythos of Doctor Who. Sometimes it can be done really badly, like retroactively changing the past. It's a dodgy thing to do. Like, build the future. You know? <laughs> have a rainbow, have a gay doctor who's bisexual, whatever, in the next one with rainbow, rainbow flag coming out of his tape. I don't care. That's the future you're building. That's fine. Just don't change the past. Like Tom said, because it's a problem. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm kind of sorry. I don't, I, think, I don't think we're getting into trouble for that. I think 
we've had a very balanced conversation. About oh yeah, it. I don't think, I don't think we've been unbalanced. I don't think we've been unfair. But yeah, you know, I don't think we get in trouble because as a man myself, I've I've praised um, RuPaul, uh, Pose, um, <laughs> very heavily during my time on this podcast. So you do yep, know that we true. are not. Yeah, not even going to accuse you of that. And the good thing about Troy is we can have that conversation with all three of us. And <laughs> don't we need to sort out that noise. Yeah, the aliens are coming for us. They're coming for you. Close up shop. Hold on. Hold on. Is it stopped? It's stopped. Cool. Lovely. So before the aliens put stuff in our asses like South Park, I think we should call it a day. Thank you for that um, email, um, Abraham. Abraham. Oh, that, was that was a great email, Abraham. Thank Is you. it Abraham? It was Abraham. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much for your email. Great talking points. It's good to have more serious conversations as well sometimes about things. And yeah, it's just, if it's like just general like questions, you know what I mean, I don't mind answering. Yeah, but we can have these conversations on this podcast now, and just we're not going to take any sides. We will look at all the aspects of it and just kind of, yeah, okay. So. No one's trying to set anyone up this week. That's good. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, where can they get their mail to? Tom. <laughs> Square Eyes Syndrome Podcast at gmail.com. Or bengill98 at gmail.com because you seem to ignore Tom. I don't know why, you bastards. Um, I'm on Meg- email, damn it. I've got a YouTube channel. It's not used. It's Megabenny666. Yeah. Legend of Old 101. That's my YouTube channel. If you want to go check me out, pop culture stuff, and lag out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Uh. Sorry, hold on. Yeah, we've got House of Animation each week. This week will be Wally. 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 And we talk about how a film, one of the best romances ever, with hardly any conversation. It's 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 brilliant. So please look forward to that. It's a great film. And we've also got Coco the week after. Because we scheduled it wrong, so it's back to back picks up, but that's that's okay. Um, don't forget to mention Sherlock. Also, um, Tara's <laughs> channel is also she's part of the podcast. Uh, yes. Chloe's channel is um, just put in Chloe's channel that that's Tara, it's in the description there. So, you know, she's going to most probably be back next the week after we're going to try and have her and tom and me and troy all together in the same thing each week we're going to try and make it work um because she's been promoted to full time now so we're not losing anyone the three t's the titties tara troy and tom lovely um <laughs> um we've got a facebook group yeah the three titties that's titties lovely um uh we've got a facebook group up to 39 people um Please don't, as I said last week, please do not draw um, any more men genitals or just draw, draw, draw hairy, sexy men for Tom and maybe <laughs> um, a, a, a woman, a witchy woman for Tom. Oh, yes, witchy woman are welcome. Thank you, guys. They're welcome. Get your art to good things. You can draw a penis for Tom. It's fine. Oi! No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, my God. You know when they do that, they're going to do it now. Yeah, you do realise you've now given everybody in that forum <laughs> yeah. launch to send dick pics like the next week. <laughs> well, I, like this is what happens when you go missing for 10 weeks. <laughs> this guy. Lovely. All right, so, um, yeah, um, we have things to announce in a couple of weeks. We're not going to do it now because we're not quite too sure of the timing. Um, so we're gonna do that in a couple of weeks, uh, but we can confirm Sherlock will be our next special in two weeks. Woo-hoo. After yeah, another Sherlock. normal special next week, so that will be fun, won't it? Um, so cool, that's it. We're done. So it's goodbye from me. Bye from me. Goodbye from me. Yes, it was the darkest day. It was a good day. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this.